Welcome, math-minded teachers, to the Math-Minded Teachers Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Skierski, from RethinkMathTeacher.com, a website, series of online courses, podcast, and Facebook group dedicated to helping you reach all your students through quality instruction, differentiation, remediation, and effective classroom management. This is Episode 6, Celebrate Your Student's Success. So I want to begin by asking you to think about something you're proud of. If you're a parent, think about something your child has done that you're very proud of. And if you're a teacher, which hopefully you are if you're listening to this podcast, think about something your student or students have done that made you very proud. You know, most of us think about winning some type of game or tournament or challenge, something we got our name in the paper for or a certificate or a trophy or a plaque or a ribbon. But often what we don't think about is academic accomplishments. And our schools are the same way. The things that we celebrate on our morning announcements or on the school webpage or social media page rarely tend to be academic achievements. They're usually athletic feats or things done in the community, which are good things, and I understand being proud of those. But we all claim that academics is most important, yet we don't celebrate it the same way. So think about that thing that you said you were really proud of. Probably part of what made you so proud was that you were celebrated. You had an accomplishment and people cheered for you or they recognized your achievement. And I wanna ask you as a teacher, as a math teacher, how are you doing that for your students when they have academic success? One year I had a student, we'll call her Cindy, and Cindy was very low mathematically speaking. She was probably several years behind all the students in the class, and she was used to getting bad grades in all of our subjects, but especially in math. So if you listen to several of the episodes, you know by now that I like to do skills-based learning stations where I put my students in a skill or in a station to work on a skill that they need remediated so they can do the grade level work. And I put Cindy in a skill and she completed it and she took the quiz and she still hadn't mastered it. So I believe in giving our students as much time as they need and not penalizing them for failure or doing that as much as possible. So Cindy repeated the learning station on that skill. And again, she did not master it, but she did show growth. So she did it again. And she, she did it the station three or four times before she finally mastered the skill and she got an A on her quiz. And when I gave her her quiz back, she literally started crying in my classroom. And this was a student who wasn't emotional. All the kids saw her as a troublemaker. The teachers didn't want her in her class. And there she was in my class crying because she was proud of herself for finally getting an A. And she knew it was an A that she had earned. It wasn't like a participation grade or anything. She had truly mastered the concept and got an A on her quiz. So on my planning period, we had arranged for her teacher to come in to to let her come to my classroom. And we called her parents to tell them that she had gotten an A on her quiz. And she was telling me prior to the conversation that this was her first A that she could ever remember going all the way back to kindergarten. And so when we called her parents, her parents started crying. And I gave her that quiz to take home, and she told me it stayed on her fridge for the entire year. And that was not the last A that she earned in my class that year, but it was the first one, and it was a big deal for her. 
and having academic accomplishments, those should be a big deal. Not because it's the first time we ever got an A or learned something in school, but because we made an achievement, we should be celebrated. So I'd like you to think about how do you celebrate your students' success? Or think about how some teachers in your school do it. So I've seen teachers print out certificates and put them on the board or send those home with students. And I've seen them give prizes or let kids go to the fun box or whatever. Um, but it doesn't have to be something expensive or something that is very time consuming. We were brainstorming this at my uh, school one day in a professional development. And I told them about what my church does for their uh children's ministry on Wednesday nights. There's a program there where the students, the young students, grades uh, K through six, memorize Bible scriptures. And then once they memorize so many, they get rewarded. And the reward or the award is that they get to walk down a red carpet. They announce their name over the intercom. They walk down the red carpet. Everyone gives them a high five and cheers for them. And then they get a bead. That's right, a bead. And they get to put that bead on their name tag. So think about how expensive a bead is. I mean, you get like 10000 in a bag for $3 or $4. It's very inexpensive. And so when we talked about that, one of my teachers actually did that. She had a string on the board for every student's name. And then as they accomplished certain tasks, they got certain colored beads and their beads grew. And so I've seen people do things with that where they turn it into keychains or whatever. But I want you to get creative and think about some inexpensive ways you can celebrate your student success while still making it meaningful. Let me give you another example, though this one isn't about academic success, it's about behavioral success. But my daughter, she was in kindergarten and it was the first or second day of school. And when she came home, her mom opened her folder that the teachers, they keep and the teachers put the papers in for the parents to see when the kids get home. And in her folder was about a fourth of a piece of paper that was a blue. And then on it was printed that your child, and then there's a blank for her name. And then it said something to the effect of she went above and beyond in her behavior today. And so she got blue. So you know how in elementary school they have the behavior charts and it's like red, yellow, green. Green is really good. Well, apparently if you did something above and beyond what was expected, you got blue. And then you got this paper sent home. And that was it. She got a sheet of paper that was printed in advance and the teacher just wrote her name on it and put it in the folder. Took very little time, cost very little money, and meant a lot. Now, obviously, that's not going to work in all the grades, but I still remember my daughter when she saw that she had that because she didn't even know. She was dancing and singing and so happy and so proud of herself for her accomplishment that to this day, we still don't even know what she did to earn it. But it obviously was something good. So let me give you an example of what it looks like in my classroom. Now I want you to know I teach at a Title I school that's a low-income school in South Florida, and it's a middle school. And beyond that, I teach all the students who are academically very low. So I have students who think that they're way too cool for school. But as I told you, we do skills-based learning stations, and my learning stations last three days, and at the end of three days, so on day four, I assess them to see if they've mastered the content. And as already mentioned, if they don't master it, they repeat the station until they do master it. And when they do master it, I celebrate their success. 
So what I did was we played music. Now, I told the students they were more than welcome to give me the music they wanted me to play for them. It just had to be, you know, school appropriate. But they never did, so we always listened to We Are the Champions by Queen. And I read the names of everybody in the class, all the students who had passed their quiz with an 80% or higher, which means they got promoted to the next skills-based learning station. And when I read their names, everybody clapped, and they went and they put their name under the banner of the skill that they had just passed. Now, that was it. it. That was the extent of it. It took maybe five, six minutes of class time. And as I said, these kids who were too cool for school, they loved it. They came in every day asking me, is today the day we're doing the promotions? Are we doing the promotions today? They knew it was only every four days. They knew we had just done it the day before, but they still came in asking because they wanted to be celebrated and recognized. And this little component, celebrating their success, giving them some type of monument where they could recognize their achievements and know that they had done what they had set out to do. And anytime they came into the room, they could look and see their accomplishment on the wall. That meant a great deal to them. And it motivated them to continue to be successful. Because when they were in that next skills-based station, they knew that in three days, they had another opportunity to be celebrated and recognized. And they wanted that. So back to my original challenge for you guys for this episode, how can you celebrate your student's success and when are you going to do it? I strongly recommend that you try and do it as much as possible. It shouldn't be once every semester. It should be more than that. So think about how you can embed celebrations into your regular instructional design. And to help you with that, I have two free resources. The first are six certificates to celebrate student success. They come as a download, so you can print them on your computer and give them out as you like. And the second is a pennant builder. So this is a template that, again, you download and then you just click in the box and you change the names to whatever skill you're working on. And then you get to print the pennants that you will hang in your classroom so that your students can put their names under the skill that they've been working on once they master it. So both of these are free downloads on the website, and they're both part of the Uncommon Teacher Challenge, which I have spoken to you about before. It is 10 free resources and 10 teaching strategies that are going to help you be an uncommon teacher and have uncommon results, success with your students. So go to rethinkmathteacher.com slash uncommon hyphen teacher hyphen challenge. That's the Uncommon Teacher Challenge with hyphens between the words. And two of those free resources are the ones I just spoke about, the certificates and the pennant builder. Okay, guys, that's going to do it for this episode of the Math Minded Teachers podcast. I hope you start celebrating your students' success today. If you haven't done so already, please subscribe to the podcast, leave me a great review, and join our Facebook group, the Math Minded Teachers Facebook group. All right, I'll see you in the next episode.